Rapping with Pro Bowler Frank Ragnow. Yeah. 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 Frank. Congratulations to you and uh, hello, Frank. Happy New Year. How's it going, guys? Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, it's going well. Well, we, we've been talking for the last half hour about how for a team that didn't make the playoffs and is going home, I've never seen a happier bunch of people <laughs> winning a game on Sunday night. You guys were taking victory laps, jumping into the stands. You were doing somersaults. The speech afterwards, I, I, I half expected to see champagne popped. Tell us about the, uh, the, the feeling and why it was so special, even though there were no playoffs involved. I think a lot of it was just about respect. Um, uh, obviously, you guys have seen the things that 12 has said about us uh, throughout the year. And then just on a national stage, us being on a 1 o'clock game every single game that year and then going and winning on Sunday night football. And we wanted to prove to people that, you know, it was really frustrating finding out that we were eliminated from the playoffs seconds before our game. But we wanted to prove to people that we, uh, we care. We care about our culture. We care about the future, and we care about our team and where we're going. Yeah. Well, I, I think you did. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people were really impressed with how hard the Lions played, considering that, as you say, it was maybe, what, about an hour before you started the game? Tell us how that uh, transpired. Were, was somebody watching it? Were you deliberately not watching it? Who informed you, et cetera? Uh, Coach Campbell kind of told us, like, hey, it's okay to follow it, but don't get emotionally invested in it because, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what happens, we have a big emotional game following. So, I mean, a lot of guys were tracking the score on their phone and then obviously kind of word of mouth throughout the locker room got out that they had uh, – that this Seattle had won, and that's kind of just how it transpired. Did anybody watch it on TV? I don't think so. There were no TVs on in the locker room, not that I saw at least. Yeah, because it was a crazy game. I mean, like there were many moments where it looked like L.A. was going to win. And yeah, uh, it was... yeah, there was a it was a terrible call, in my view, on a on a on a roughing the kicker. That was nothing. And basically, had that not happened, Seattle probably would have lost the game. Yeah, you know, that was uh, the tough part, like the, the tease almost, you know, like. Oh, you know the the word would go around the locker room. Oh, they're going to they're going to overtime. Oh, so and so threw a pick, and we were all just kind of getting our hopes up a little bit there. So then for it to drag out like that was the, was the, probably the toughest part. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Did anybody make a make a speech after that happened? Like, okay, that's done. You know, now we need to focus on this. Yeah, I think that was a message in a few speeches. It was kind of just like hey, we know what we're here to do tonight. We're here to earn respect, and uh, there's still a lot of positive things that can come from this game, and we can make a statement and kind of launch our, our ourselves going into the next year. How much do you think the effort that you put forth, honestly, which was phenomenal, was because it was Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers as opposed to, I don't know, let's say you were playing Jacksonville or, you know, some team that you really don't have much to do with annually – uh, and it was the same situation. Uh, you know, you were playing on Sunday night, but, you you know, it just, just wasn't the Packers. you think there would have been this, the same inertia, the same passion? You know, I'd hope so, but honestly, I don't think so. I think uh, a lot of it was because it was the Packers. Uh, an in-division rival, and we, uh, I mean, we, uh, what did we end up finishing? Five and one in the divisions here? And we yeah. We make a statement that we're, that, you know, this is this is hopefully our division for the future, and uh, that's kind of how we felt about it. 
Well, you wow. really are better. In my, I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying this because you're on. I, I said it before you came on. You're better than a lot of teams that are in the playoffs. Yeah, in my view, you know, they got, you're a better team than Tampa Bay. You're a better team than Jacksonville. Seattle. You're a better team than Seattle. I mean, that, and, and that's just being a better team. Then in my view, right now, the way you're playing, you could beat pretty much everybody except maybe uh, the Eagles, Buffalo, Cincinnati, San Francisco. I mean, those, those are the guys who maybe are playing as hot as you are. But other than that, I mean, there, there are a lot of teams in there that are not as good as the Lions. Is that frustrating? Yeah, you know, it's the frustrating part is that we did dig ourselves in that hole to start the season. But, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason, and maybe it's a blessing that we can learn from that we were able to get out of that. And I, like you said, I mean, 8-2, and two, I think we finished down the stretch. That's, right. That's the hottest team in football, and I think AFC or NFC. So uh, we were we were rolling, and uh, it was it was cool. To, it was the most fun part of my career. It was cool mm-hmm. to – get hot and kind of feel confident going into every single game. And we really do feel like we could play with anybody right now. I know that it breaks break both ways during a season, but as you go through this off season, is it one game or one play or one thing that you're going to be like, if we only, if I only could go back to that one thing, we'd be in the playoffs now. Is it like a game like this, maybe the Seattle game or the Minnesota, is there a game you like, I wish we could get that one back. I mean, I, I guess there's a few because we had so many close games like that at the start of the season, you know. I mean, you could point to any one of those games and, uh, you know, wish you had it back, but uh, you can't and you kind of have to live with it and uh, kind of hopefully we can just build off the positive, you know, learn, already learn from the negative and go from there. You were part of a history-making run. Uh, here's a little bit of it, cut six. Goss. Out of the pocket, taking a shot downfield, and free is Raymond! Raymond caught it! Down inside the one! Colliff Raymond with a huge play, and the Lions are on the doorstep of taking the lead. Okay, that's nice to hear Mike Tirico, and that's a great play, but that wasn't cut All six. Right, here you go. <laughs> Here's cuts. First and goal, Williams. To the right, to the end zone, to the lead, Detroit Lions touchdown. Jamal Williams. Barry Sanders for the most rushing touchdowns in a season by a Lion. And then cut seven, not that much later. Williams into the end zone. The Lions retake the lead. A record-setting 17th rushing touchdown this season for the former Packer. How did it feel to be part of that? I mean, I know Barry Sanders, when he set his record, and I was there for it, uh, you know, the the tightness of that offensive line, that unit back then with Barry, uh, they all felt like they were part of the the whole thing. Do you feel the same way with Jamal Williams? Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of – I mean, you know, there's not a lot of things an offensive line can uh, point to and, you know, numbers-wise or whatever and take pride in, you know. So for us to be able to – be a part of that with Jamal is uh I think it's pretty cool and uh it's something that I think all, all these guys will remember for a long time and uh I'm I'm pr- I'm proud as heck of it well plus him in particular uh he I, I don't know if he's as entertaining to you guys as he is to the people like us who, who watch but any guy who on Sunday night football gets his little introduction moment and cut 11 here does it this way here it is first swing guys 
leader of the hidden village of the dean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, most people just say would have said Jamal Williams, whatever college he went to. He said J Swag Kazikage, leader of the hidden village of the dead. Not sure what yeah. that meant. Yeah, uh, me neither. But that's the same guy we see every day. I mean, he is uh, he is funny, man. <laughs> I saw that video after that one, and then the the Jerry Jacobs Harvard had me dying. <laughs> uh and the post game is we played this a little earlier cut two uh you talk about a guy who can go on a dime from an emotional speech about his grandfather great-grandfather uh who passed away and he was filled with tears to delivering a message to the rest of the league cut two you said this ball's for him yeah this is for him another thing stop playing us man we made we the detroit lions <laughs> We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their, picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I got to say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only thing missing from that is karate man bleed yeah, on, on the, the inside. inside. That's right. You know, that's... <laughs> yeah, he, he's, well, that... he's an emotional dude. He, he, he plays with his heart on his sleeve, and I mean, that's a, that's a great example of it. Yeah. And the best thing about that record is that they had a list of all the length of the yards for the touchdowns, and that proves the offensive line. It was like eight of them were one yards, which means the offensive line is the one that are pushing in there. So you guys were really mainly part of that record. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, uh, it's the offensive line. It's the tight ends. It's, it's the running backs. You know, there's the wide receivers. Everybody's a part of it. So for it all to happen, and uh, to be in a historic number like that is pretty dang sweet. Yeah. Well, so what next? I mean, you know, what, what what's your thoughts about next season and, 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 and you know, what can be done differently and how far do you think the Lions can go? I mean, I, there's, uh, I don't think there's any reason besides a lot of optimism. Uh, I think we've learned uh, this season we learned so much about starting and uh, we learned what not to do. Let's start the season, and we found our swagger. We found our role. We found our rhythm, and we felt what it feels like to play meaningful games in November, then December, then January even. And uh, I think it will only benefit us, and, and then the sky's the limit from there. Frank, how often did you practice that hook and ladder? That was a <laughs> thing of beauty. It was wonderful. Oh. Well, I, I told Ben that was such a ballsy call. I loved it. <laughs> we put it in that week. We literally put it in that week. Wow. And, wow. Uh, I don't think it was supposed to be a, a call for that situation, but for him to call that, uh, he's the man. It was it was a sweet call. Can you guys uh, get the offensive line and form a big circle around him and get rid of anybody who ca- tries to come and hire him away? Yeah, just protect him. I guess right now you said what's next. Right now it's just to start publicly complaining about how horrible he is. <laughs> 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 yeah. Terrible guy. Yeah, awful guy. Yeah, yeah. He'll ruin guy. your organization. Horrible, toxic. Yeah. This guy is toxic. toxic. Yeah, yeah. Toxic. Houston's already asked to talk to him, so he's got one for Houston for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, they're going to talk to everybody. Hey, Frank, are you going to be all right? I know that you were you didn't even practice much the last part of the season. Are you going to be all right for the off season? Or are you going to have to? Yeah, we're going to we're going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to meet with a few doctors and uh, make a decision what to do. But I'll, I'll be all right. Plenty of time, and we'll figure it out. This is your foot we're talking about? Oh, yeah. How hard was it now that the season's over? What were you playing through? 
It was brutal. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't. I to be honest, I didn't really practice all year. Um, uh, I mean, when you get limited, I, I got to kind of try a few reps out there just to kind of get something going. But I didn't practice all year, and uh, it was frustrating. But we we found a way. The coaches trusted me, and we were able to make it happen. Wow. So wait a minute, you made the Pro Bowl and you didn't practice all year? <laughs> yeah, it was emotional for me, man. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, did, I didn't. I really, I, I'd go out there sometimes on Thursdays and I would go through like a drill. Otherwise, that's it. And then on Fridays, I'd go through like two plays or three plays, and that's it. And the, and the rest of the week, you, what you just came down to to you know the facility, but you you weren't going out there because the wear and tear would have been too much. Yeah, I just had to rehab the foot the whole time. Wow, and didn't miss well, a game. Yeah, you never would have known. Imagine the Lions next year, Mitch, if Frank practices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah apply yourself. Well, maybe, the whole, maybe the whole team shouldn't practice. <laughs> First time ever, 11 men made the Pro yeah. Bowl from the offensive they side. They just went down and took a sauna every yeah. day. <laughs> Works for me. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the program, yes. Frank. Yeah. I hope we get a chance really to do job, it again. Frank. And thank you so much for being a part of the show. Appreciate you guys. It's been an honor, and you guys have been great all season. So I really appreciate you having me. Well, I I, I know you're going fishing at some point. So uh, remember oh, the yellow belly sap sucker. That's always the one I use. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm about to tie it on. We'll get it. We're going to use ASAP. Okay, Frank Ragnow here on 760 WJR.